Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome back to our number two of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform, and sometimes we celebrate. And we are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. There's my... 52 weeks. 52 weeks. That's a year. That's a year. That's how it happens. That's... Two-hour shows. That's a lot of talking. That is a lot of talking. My jaw's a little sore. Maybe that's why. <laughs> you, but I never get a word in edgewise with you, though, Dan. I mean, you just yeah. talk I and know. talk. I know. It's just like crazy. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us and celebrating with us today. It is our one-year anniversary, and we have had an amazing and jam-packed 12 months with lots of changes and lots of growth. A year ago today, we were a one-hour show on an AM station. And we even went by a different name. We were Gun Talk AZ. That didn't last very long. No, that was my bad. Because, of course, you know, Tom Gresham's show is Gun Talk. I just, I thought it had a great sounding name. It had a familiar ring. But, but Gun <laughs> Freedom Radio is better. Actually, it, it, it got us to a better place. Because what's better than Gun Freedom? Well, there's definitely that, and, and we didn't want to stay a local show, you know, so the AZ made it a local show, and so it really worked out the way that, that it, it was meant to, and so we are a two-hour show now. We broadcast worldwide, worldwide, Dan. UK, Germany, Australia. Mm-hmm. That's and places that don't even allow guns, and they're listening and responding to our show. Absolutely. I guess they want to know, how do we get our rights back, Right. Well, um, we're, we're based on a, a, the web now. We're a web-based network. And, of course, you know us as Gun Freedom Radio now. And coming up in this hour, we have four awesome people who have helped us to have an amazing first year. Up next is Dr. John R. Lott, the nation's preeminent expert on guns and the author of a number of books, including More Guns, Less Crime, and his latest, The War on Guns, Arming Yourself Against Gun Control Lies. John's work gives those of us who are protecting our Second Amendment rights a solid foundation of solid research. Dr. Lott, are you with us? I certainly am. I am so excited to get you on the show. You are a busy, busy guy, and uh, you know, just trying to line our schedules up has been a challenge, but thank you so much for having the time today. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So this new book... The War on Guns, you know, that there are people out there that go, man, that's so edgy. But why did you choose that name? Well, because I think there's a lot at risk right now. And I think how we've been, the fight over this has changed a lot. Uh, you know, you go back six, seven years ago, it was primarily just a legislative battle. But you have people like Michael Bloomberg and George Soros who... Bloomberg 
not only spends $50 million a year on his Every Town for Gun Safety group, but people like that are spending hundreds of millions of dollars on getting research done that supports their position. Uh, you know, there is an arrangement with the Columbia University Journalism School where he goes and he trains reporters on how, in his view, they should properly cover the gun issue. Mm. It's just a much tougher battle now, and there's so much misinformation being put out, not only by uh, people like Bloomberg, but uh, the president and others. And I just thought with so much at stake right now, it was important to write a book that kind of went through and accurately looked at the facts and tried to give people you know, the right numbers on the costs and benefits of guns. Well, absolutely. And we're so thankful for the work you do. And, you know, you're so well respected that I understand that uh, even Katie Couric, who isn't really known for being, uh, you know, a a proponent of protecting the Constitution as far as the Second Amendment is concerned. And so she even reached out and uh, you you sat and filmed with her for several hours for her new documentary film, didn't you? Right. Uh, well, they did about two hours of pre-interview, and then they did uh, four hours of interview uh, at the end of last year. So I look, and, I look forward to seeing you on that. How how many minutes did you get in that documentary film? I got zero, but I guess you already knew that. I, I did. Exactly zero minutes. So she reaches out to the the premier person, the preeminent expert she spends enough time with you to pre-interview you and then interview you and finds that you have absolutely nothing to contribute to her documentary. Well, what I heard happen was uh, she did a screening for Michael Bloomberg. And uh, apparently there was parts of my interview that were originally in uh, the movie that Bloomberg saw. But... uh, Bloomberg asked her to remove me from the movie, and apparently that was she complied, and so any discussion I had there was removed. They, she has a number of experts on it, but they're all gun control proponents. Mm-hmm. And when I was interviewed uh, by Kirk's staff and then her, I was told how important it was that they have me in there because uh, you know they needed to have somebody on the other side, and I was supposed to the person that provided some perspective on the claims that were being made. Hmm. Well, it's a shame that we don't get to to hear in that that documentary what you had to say. And, you know, I guess in fairness, it is a documentary. So she can slice it and dice it any way she chooses. It's not, you know, news. It's not straight news. But what's unfortunate is that I think the general public doesn't make that distinction. They don't understand that they have to engage in critical thinking and they have to consider, you know, what is the vehicle for the information? Who is the author of the information and what is the package that they're selling me? Right. Right. Well, um, you know, as you said, they can put anything you you want in there. Uh, you know, people want to go and see what I would have said. They can go and pick up my new book, the war on guns. I think it pretty much goes through, all the issues that I talked to her about and more. I love that. And I, I have it. I'm excited. I, I haven't gotten all the way through it yet, but uh, you've written several books. And so this is just the most recent, but your, your most successful so far is more guns, less crime. Right. Yeah. I, that's in the third edition from the university of Chicago press. I think this book is 
more accessible to people, um, and I think it people will find it relevant. Uh, any of the issues that are coming up during the election, they should find something in the book that talks about it. Well, I, I hope everybody out there will pick up a copy. And um, I know you can go to Amazon and get it, but if you go to gunfreedomradio.com and click on the guest tab, You'll find a guest page there for Dr. Lott and links to all kinds of stuff that pertain to him, including how to buy uh, all of his books, including the the War on Guns. Now, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, it seems like the world is becoming a more dangerous place, but then you'll hear the president say, oh, no, no, it's it's much more safe now than it was before I came on eight years ago. What you're you, you study what's really happening out there. You have it in full context. What do you say to that, to those claims? Well, I mean, I think it is true that uh, U.S. murder rates and violent crime rates have gone down over the last seven years or so. I mean, we still don't have the final numbers for this last year, but uh, in 2009, uh, the Murder rate was about five per hundred thousand people, and my guess is the best estimate that we have for last year was that it was about four point seven per hundred thousand. So it's gone down a little bit uh, over that period of time. Uh, but you know, obviously, the president and others have focused on claims that mass public shootings or whatever have increased, and you know that's not true. Those have been fairly flat during his administration; have actually been extremely flat. Um, uh, you know, the president's big thing has been trying to go and argue that the United States is somehow much worse off in terms of mass public shootings than the rest of the world. He wants to go and claim that we're unique. But if you look just during his administration, uh, one of the things I show in the war on guns is that the casualty rate for mass public shootings in the European Union are actually about 50% higher than the casualty rates for mass public shootings in the United States. If you look around the world, in fact, uh, you know, even though Europe is worse than the United States in that respect, uh, the rest of the world is even a lot worse than that. Wow. What well, do you think the reason for that is, John? Well, uh, most of the mass public shootings around the world are uh, committed by Muslims going and attacking people. And so you just have a lot of, over the years, you've just had a lot of reasons why, I guess, uh, you know, they've been in conflict with other people. Hmm. Well, we've got to wrap up, but I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and chat with us today. And we look forward to, I look forward to finishing reading The War on Guns and, and encouraging others to, to pick up their own copy. Dr. John Lott. Well, thanks very much. I greatly appreciate you having me on. And people can also go to our website at crimeresearch.org. But, you know, the book, uh, The War on Guns, I appreciate you letting me talk about it. Absolutely. Thank you. you. Talk to you soon. All right. Well, stick around because we are celebrating. We have a lot to celebrate and we've got some wonderful guests still waiting in the wings. Up next, Miss Judy Rhodes, International Huntress. hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. 
Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Well, that'll wake you up. Welcome Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We're sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. And we feel good. That's where that came from. Why do we feel good today, Dan? 52 weeks. 52 and we got weeks. James Brown with us today. <laughs> well, in spirit anyway. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we are celebrating our one year anniversary with some good friends who have been a part of our success. And right now, we are about to bring on a friend who is also an international huntress, Miss Judy Rhodes. Judy is the founder of Diva Women Outdoors Worldwide, or just simply Diva, wow. Judy is the voice of women in the outdoors and inspiration to women worldwide. Judy spends over 200 days in the field developing shooting and outdoor programs within Diva Wow, encouraging women to find their outdoor passions. Hello, Miss Judy. Hi, honey, and I feel good. You feel good, too? I knew you'd like that song. You're dancing like I am? I am. I can see James Brown in that cape right now. Both of you get off the table right now. (laughs) I will reserve that comment. Yeah, right? Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to have you on, and we are right before hunting season really starts gearing up again. So are you ready to go spend another 200 days out in the field? Honey, I am ready, and I've even bought new clothes and had new clothes sent to me, and I'm having them monogrammed as we speak. Let's get it on. Let's Judy, um, on. Cheryl's not, she's never went hunting before. What? But, but you know I what know. she's doing? 
This year, she's going to go dove hunting and pheasant hunting. <gasps> Where? I, Shaka can come. Shaka I, can come. I know. You've got a great hunting dog. I get to see pictures of it. It's she, right? Yes. On, on Facebook all the time. And I don't know. I mean, dove season starts here on Thursday of this week. And I don't know. I'm thinking Judy, about she's going to go. <laughs> She's going to at least try it. She doesn't like it. She doesn't have to do it, but she's got to try it. I really wanted my first time going hunting to be with Judy, so I I don't know. Me too. I think I'm going to hold off. I think I'm going to wait and and go with you. Judy's going to wait, and she's going to take us alligator hunting. Mm. We are. We're going to get boots and handbags and wallets. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I love that. You know, and and you kind of keep alluding to the fact that you kind of have an unusual background. You're an interior designer. You're a very fashionable person. And then you spend three quarters of your years year in the outdoors hunting. So how do those two worlds mash together? Well, somebody's got to decorate it all. <laughs> I just I just take up where God left off. <laughs> I love it. Well, and you, I love that you can still be fashionable and you can still be feminine in the outdoors. And, and you're such a perfect example of that. Well, I just think if you don't look good, you can't shoot good. That's mm-hmm. my motto. <laughs> that's my problem. <laughs> I guess that's why I can't hit anything. Oh, my goodness. So what, what is on your calendar for, you know, coming up for the remainder of 2016 and, and, and beyond? Well, we've got a really exciting, or I do, it's uh, completely full. I'm uh, doing the three-gun, the Divas are, and we're featuring for the first time our Diva Top Shot. So all the Ooh. women in our membership are going to be coming to Dallas, and we're going to see who's really the the really top of our game, and it's going to be in the three-gun for the handgun and the rifle and the AR. Wow. And when is that? That's going to be September the 17th. Oh, and really on soon. the 10th, we're hosting uh, the yeah. Oklahoma City Shooting Clinic for Women, and we have already 100, uh, 650 women signed up from all over Oklahoma to come. Oh, wow. And that's going to be on the 10th in Oklahoma City Gun Club. And then beyond that, what kind of hunts you have lined well, up? Well, I have a teal hunt, which I come home at noon, and I leave at 2 o'clock with shock, and I'm headed to Louisiana to go teal hunting. Oh, my gosh. And then... Uh, right in the midst of all that, I have dove season, which mm-hmm. I'll be going, and I've already picked up uh, seven hunting licenses from seven different states, so I think I'm kind of booked up from many, many places. And then the divas, we have uh, host a road trip, and we're taking 44 women on a bus for four days for bonding, for fishing, shooting, and we're doing a chili cook-off. And uh, in the meantime, the divas, we're always doing pistol, rifle, and shotgun leagues. We were the first organization to start leagues and so we keep adding more and we have archery leagues and keep on going and then because we deal with a lot of the programs in the NRA we're doing postal matches as well as NRA and Winchester qualifications and we have the most women shooting in that and now we're excited after three years they're doing their distinguished experts which keep going and after that it's duck season and Blacktail deer hunt. I'm coming to, going to California for that. That's my second year in a row to do that. And then after that, I'll be doing archery for deer in Texas and goose and sandhill crane. And I'm catching my breath and going mentoring the NRA first shot girls. That is absolutely. I'm exhausted listening. So, but Judy, how exciting! With all of that, what's your favorite? I mean, what do you get excited about the most about hunting? Putting a gun in my hand. I know, but there's got to be one that's better than another, right? 
What's your well, favorite hunt? Probably, I love to goose and duck hunt. I mean, that just really, when you know it's the art of calling them in and coming back and they're flying over and you really have to have the finesse with bringing them in. And then now that I have our my dog that's three years old, well, you know, I've trained her to go do retrieving. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm kind of on a mission with that because I've killed, uh, I have a great whitetail that's uh, 18 points and, you know, I've done a lot of that, but still the finesse of the duck hunting is really what I really enjoy. I've never done the duck hunting thing, but I just joined a uh, reserve out here in the West Valley that mm-hmm. has, you know, the dove hunting, and they also do duck. And so I think I'm going to give it a try this year. Oh, no, you'll love it. But you have to realize they can see the whites of your eyes when they're flying over from miles away. Oh, and wow. you need to blend in with your surroundings and not be moving. And they can even see the barrel of your gun, Dan. So you need to make sure you've got a new gun that's camouflaged. Okay. Wow. That See, this is the kind of stuff that we need to know from the experts. I, I didn't realize that they had that keen of eyesight. Now, there's a wonderful hat that is called a stealth hat. And you can see through the, the visor that's all connected. So you want to make sure your eyes are covered for that, too. Wow. So they really know when it's hunting time. and they Oh, they do. They do, and they'll be coming back. And they can tell, the, like, a fake call or knowing. And there's really, once you're gone a lot of duck hunting, you can hear the comeback, a feeding call. And you need movement in the water, too. So you just want, don't want to be sitting there with a, a decoy thrown out that's still, you need movement in the ground. And the formation of how the decoys are towards the blind, that's very important, too. So not just going throwing something out and you're sitting there thinking, oh, they're going to come in. It's, it's a whole finesse. Wow. I didn't know there was that much science to it, but that's great. That's what makes it exciting because it's a challenge. Yes, it is. Well, and so, if you think about it, if, if you just stuck a mannequin on a street corner, how many, <laughs> you know, would it fool us? No. So. If you were doing Pokemon, it might. Cheryl, Maybe. Let's, don't, Maybe. Cheryl let's don't talk about how I met you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, he lured me in. Oh, my well, goodness. I'll tell you what. you got a looker. Aww. Yeah, I do. Judy, do, do you uh, do you eat the duck, too? Yes. Yes, I do. You like it? Uh, I do the breasting because uh, it's dark meat, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit greasier, but not as greasy as a goose. But if you kind of do frying or you can, uh, you know, there's a finesse to cooking dark meat. Well, that's cool. Because that's where, you know, where you have your quail and the dove's dark meat, but that's because they have more muscles and they're working it, and that's what makes it dark meat as opposed to being white meat birds. Well, when we go finally on our hunt, um, you, you're definitely not going to want me to be in the kitchen cooking something brand new like that. So I uh, hopefully well, you have like a... I do. I take it to our chef here in Dallas, and whenever I'm going, <clears throat> they uh, prepare it for me, and I take it on Wednesday before we have Sunday brunch. Nice. That is a way to go. Now, you take ladies of all ages, all shapes, all sizes, all socioeconomic background out on these hunts. What What's the youngest and oldest that you've ever taken out? Probably around three or four, but then I'm teaching etiquette in the field. Mm-hmm. And then I may, like what I did for my boys, I gave them a, a pump wooden gun, and I taught them etiquette, and they were pumping the gun before they were taking shots and learning and... So I'll go with that. And the young, uh, the oldest I've taken was my mother on a turkey hunt, which I finished my fourth Grand Slam with her, and uh, she's 90 years old. Nice. 
Wow. I mean, come on. That is incredible that she had never been out before 90 and, years. And here she was, the wife of a rancher's daughter, but, I mean, you know, husband, but she had never really hunted a whole lot because she, you know, I guess she was too busy taking care of all of the people <laughs> and, and really didn't hunt. But, you know, being 90 years old, they really didn't go out and hunt a whole lot then anyway. It was kind of a man's job to do. And mm. that's why we're really lucky, Cheryl. We've broken that glass ceiling so we can be out there and take part and own our own guns and go out there and even hunt by ourselves. Absolutely. And, you know, we have a little two-year-old granddaughter, and we were just talking about, you know, I wonder what age we'll feel like she's ready to, to start t- taking out. And they really have to be able to focus a little bit before they even have the, the wooden dummy gun, right? Well, but they can go sit in the blind with you on that duck hunt and watch the finesse of the ducks coming in. They'll have to be real quiet. But if you've got a lot of the reeds over you and you're down, I think they would just really enjoy that. You know, I, I would not hesitate taking any age out except for a crime baby, but mm-hmm. two or three, I think, for that small time that you're in the blind, I think that would be a wonderful experience and watching them get dressed up and putting a little paint on their <laughs> face. And I think they'd love it. <laughs> I would love it. Even if she wouldn't, I would love it. Well, she has all the AZ firearms gear on her. So <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's flying the family colors for sure. Well, we need to wrap up, but tell us again, how do people find out more about Diva Wow and get involved with some of these awesome things you've got coming up? Well, they can go through our Diva Wow Facebook. We're very active on that. And then also at divawow.org and come on and see what we're doing from, um, we're really the first stop that women make to want to be involved in the outdoors. But we have all of our scheduled events on our uh, website. We encourage people to come. Or they can call me directly and if they just want to chat and it costs me money, which is okay, it's 866-TEX. D-I-V-A. Like Texas Diva, T-E-X-D-I-V-A, right? Yes. I love it. Well, and I love you, Miss Judy. I can't wait to see you again. One of these days coming up this year, we'll we'll get together again. Dan, I'll fly out there and I'll help her in the outdoors on her first time. I would love it. If you want to come, you're welcome. we got extra rooms and everything. Absolutely. I don't have a chef, but we'll find one. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, it doesn't take long to find somebody. We'll just... We can find somebody to cook. That's true, right? It's just finding the people that can shoot like us. All right. I love it. Well, you know who's coming up next? I have Miss Barbara Baird coming up. She's a pal. I know. Tell her I said hello. I sure will. I sure will. All right. Well, be well. We'll talk to you soon, Judy. Okay, thank you. Enjoyed it. Thank Bye-bye. you. Congrats. Bye-bye. All right. Well, thank you so much for sticking around on our one-year anniversary show of Gun Freedom Radio. And like I said, coming up right after this, another good friend personally and a good friend of the show, Miss Barbara Baird of the Women's Outdoor News. Let's spin it up. Go out and spin it up.
Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. The Second Amendment Foundation is the organization that protects our right to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Now they need our help. Go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation today. Dedicated to promoting a better understanding of our constitutional heritage to privately own and possess firearms. Support those who support our Second Amendment rights today. That's saf.org. up here in the studio celebrating welcome back to gun freedom radio where we engage we educate and we inform we are sponsored by azfirearms.com your nationwide hometown gun shop and today you are listening to episode 52 of gfr and it just so happens that there are 52 weeks in the year so what does that make it dan 52 weeks, that's one year anniversary. That's our one year anniversary, which is why our hands are up in the air. We're celebrating, we're excited today, and we have some friends who have made this year amazing, and we're happy to welcome to the show Miss Barbara Baird, the founder of Women's Outdoor News. Barb is a personal friend and has been an incredible source of encouragement for us and has opened countless doors for us. And you know, there's a saying that we are each individually, we're, we're like a quilt made up of the pieces of everyone we've ever met. And I kind of hope that's true because I want to be as much like Miss Barbara as I possibly can. Are you with us? I am. I'm blushing. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> well, thank Happy you. Happy birthday, Danny and Cheryl. Thank you. But you know what? We don't have any cake. <laughs> He's pouting because I forgot to bring cake, but we'll, we'll fix that later. But um, you shouldn't blush. You, you really. I'm not flattering you. I am. I'm honestly telling you, you are such an accomplished person, and you are so generous to others that it, it's it's you're, you're an example to follow, and I I appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you. I'm blessed to know you. So, 
Okay, so we've had a big year, right? But yeah. so yeah. has Women's Outdoor News. You guys are just just growing and glowing and doing some amazing things. Tell us. Well, thank you. Yeah, tell us some uh, of the new stuff going on. Well, and you're on the team with us. You know, you're over there with the flame, your week, your weekly, your monthly. Oh, did you know that you were doing don't, don't. monthly calls? <laughs> I can don't barely keep up I, with once a month. Stop. <laughs> I'm setting, I am standing out in the middle of a parking lot in the Ozarks at a National Wild Turkey Federation banquet that's about to happen. Wow, so that's dedication. I'm a little, because I have cars driving around me. But <laughs> anyway, I'm like, I'm not like in the middle, I'm like on the edge. Yeah, don't get anyway, hit by a what's car. what's going on? No, I won't. But what's going on at Women's Outdoor News? Oh, my word. We just have a, a great lineup of, of columnists who are continually out there trying to figure out what's trending, what's happening in women's shooting, hunting, fishing, and adventure. And you're one of them. I mean, you just finished covering the D.C. project from start to finish, which was excellent for us. Thank you. It's, it's such an amazing um, thing, the D.C. project, and then to be able to share it with a a great and a huge audience like you guys have at Women's Outdoor News is just wonderful, and I, I appreciate that. I, I love being one of the contributors. Um, but, I mean, we cover, we meaning the Women's Outdoor News, I mean, you've got the gun vote thing, hashtag mm-hmm. gun vote. We um, do. You've got fashion, right? We were just mm-hmm. we were just talking to Judy Rhodes. She was on right before you, and she said to say hello. <laughs> And, and the diva, the diva. Right. And I was just saying how, you know, she's an example and you are too, Barb, of being able to, you know, go out and hunt, but also to still be fashionable and also still be feminine. And uh, sure. you cover a lot of that in, in the women's outdoor news, right? Yes, we do. We certainly do. We are always looking for, as I said, like the latest trends and you know, the latest news, which might have to do lately with say, blaze orange and then blaze pink in certain states where certain legislatures are saying, hey, we want more women to come out and deer hunt this year. So guess what, ladies? You can wear blaze pink. Well, some women think that's insulting and some women are like, yay, so hands <laughs> up in the air. You know, yes. so it's interesting to be, cover- to be living as a woman hunter right now, as a woman shooter. It's a great time and there's just a lot of, of uh of innovative and interesting things, trends going on. Absolutely. And we want options, doggone it. So that's the, yes, we do. that's the, the moral of the story is we've got options. And so sure. you personally, cause you write also, and you just covered, you did a cover story for, you know, this little tiny, you know, publication, <laughs> you know, maybe a few people have heard of it. It's yeah, called, maybe someone's heard of it. <laughs> you know, field and stream. I mean, What? How did that yeah, come they about? Reached, they reached out to me. I've worked with some of their editors, and I know some of the writers, but you know, cause I've been writing for a few years and in the outdoor industry, and um, they reached out to me in about April and said, we want to put this together, and uh, we already have women who think this is racist, or not racist, sexist, I'm getting the wrong is. <laughs> the wrong ist, <laughs> the wrong ism, right? So, yeah, so it could be racist. I mean, come on. <laughs> you never nowadays. know. Nowadays, you never know. Yeah, I probably could be. And so, anyway, you have some some women, some pushback already from women in the industry going, "Well, you know, we've been hunting for years. We don't need to have a special. We don't need to have a special issue about us." Oh come hunting. on! That's like that's me. Yeah, I know. I thought this is ridiculous. This is a trend. This is super great. This is the fastest growing demographic in the hunting world and in the shooting sports. We know that. And what? so um, what we did is we found the game changers. You know, we found the people like Judy Rhodes and Illing New and Ashley Ray, who fishes up 
in Canada and has a blog and Whitney Fox over, you know, who is a white-tailed deer guide in Kansas. I mean, we found those women who are just in the trenches, and maybe people don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. And so that was the great thing about it. I mean, we could have done, well, Eva Shockey was already on the cover. So, I mean, we could have done, you know, the Brenda Valentines and the really famous women, but we thought, no, let's go for the women who are, who are also making a difference, but maybe aren't household names. Mm-hmm. Well, and on the cover was another friend of ours, and I, mm-hmm. Mia Anstein, and mm-hmm. I loved the cover photo because, you know, we can really play up how feminine we are or, you know, how beautiful the female form is, but we can also just be about, you know, the gear, and, and I, I love that picture because it really is She's such a beautiful and feminine and and petite little person, little woman, but um, it, it's it's pre- the way that it, she's presented is as tough as she is because she's tiny, but right, she is tough, tiny. right? It's a very strong image, and the thing I love too is that her camo didn't match. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> That's real life, right there. Right? It is. I mean, it is so true. It's like live it's so radio when we average, can't get the call yeah. to go through. So <laughs> that's right. And you know what? The animals don't care. Right. So I thought it was super that she chose two different patterns Fantastic. to wear. And I'm sure a lot of people are probably going back and looking at that magazine cover and are like, "Oh my word!" I love but it. Yeah, it was it was super. She's a she's a very it's a very strong image of a woman hunter. She is the real deal. She is a Colorado, New Mexico outfitter and guide. So she's raising her daughter in the outdoors. I mean, it's all there are a lot of good good qualities that just are exemplified in that one photo about Mia. Absolutely, and you know, I, I guess anything you do, you, somebody could find a way to to poo poo it or or talk it down. But <laughs> I know you and no. I, I know right. <laughs> but you and I, you know, we are positive minded people. We're always looking for the celebration angle. So you know, yeah. I I love that you celebrated these women in a public way. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Thank so, you, thank you. You, uh, speaking of, you know, when I was saying, you know, live radio and that, you used to do podcasting and have recently just put your, <laughs> not just your toe, not just your foot, you dove all the way in with a new podcast called The Women's right. Gun Show. Talk to us about yes. that. Well, um, my co-host, we have to talk about Carrie Lightfoot of The Well-Armed Woman. Another and I friend. Had, had this, I know, she's she's phenomenal. Yes. She and I decided that we really wanted to, to podcast because we're already doing so many social media things. And podcasting, you know, I really believe it's the next blogging, um, Cheryl and Danny. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this when we were in Louisville at the NRA mm-hmm. uh, annual meetings, but just how important it is to have the, the word that people can listen to when they want to listen to it. Most people who listen to podcasts, listen to about six hours of audio a day as opposed to most people listening to radio about four hours. So, I mean, it's just a huge market. It's a millennial market. It's the market we really need to reach. So Carrie and I, fortunately, Ruger, you know, Ruger stepped right up and said, we will sponsor it. So that allows us to hire another good friend of ours, Ken Blanchard, the black man with a gun, mm-hmm. as our producer. So he does, you know, how important it is to have a good production team. Because mm-hmm. obviously you guys have one. Absolutely. And so, you know, we have this whole team, and every week we just cover topics that apply to women and men in the shooting industry and about firearms and what's trending. And we might talk to the Pink Pistols one week, or we might talk about gun-free zones one week, or we might talk about how to carry in hot weather. So, 
It's it's been really interesting. It's wonderful, and I love that you, you have you know Ruger is sponsoring, and so they're you know kind of putting their money where their mouth is to help get the word out more about how, what a sure. huge part of the marketplace the female market has become and will continue to grow. And so I think that that, that's a wonderful pairing. And then, of course, the two of you, uh, it's just home runs all around, Carrie and and you together. And then you add Ken Blanchard in. I mean, just it just doesn't get any better. You guys are just doing it right. That dude has the smoothest, velvety voice. Yeah. People say, is that Barry White? Whenever he comes in. <laughs> I love it. Barry White. Yeah. Oh, it's the Reverend yeah. Ken Blanchard. I know it. I f- that's fantastic. Well, we've got to start wrapping up already, but okay. I just, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the, the hashtag gun vote series. Can you tell sure. us a little bit about sure. that since that is such a big thing right now, the voting? It is. It is, and we're looking forward to seeing your contribution, lady. Yes, I got to uh, get on that. <laughs> Noted. Danny, you got to get out there with the camera on. on <laughs> All camera. right. Well, we have partnered with the National Shooting Sports Foundation, and you know they have the program, the project called Hashtag Gun Vote. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing, and as far as I know, we're the only publication in the country that is doing this, but our writers are giving of their time and their effort to sit down, look into the camera, and just honestly tell people in the country why the gun vote is important to them. Mm. And so it might be different for you. It might be different for me, for Julie Golub, for mm-hmm. Michelle Serino, for all of our writers who are coming on board and, and giving them their time Absolutely. to do this. And so there will be a series. There will be one a week. It launches next week up until the election. Well, then I better get on getting mine done. Still, <laughs> yes. Todd will be the week of November 8th. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to get it before then, I promise. No, I'm That's I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm honored to even be asked, to even be a part oh. of that because the the voting is important, but understanding what you're voting for and how to vote intelligently, sure. all of that is so important. And any way we can get that message out there, I just I'm behind it. So it is. And gunvote.org is a great website. You can go and find out where local balloting places are and who's running for what elections, everything from dog cats or up to president. Absolutely. And tell people really quickly, how can they find out more about Women's Outdoor News? Well, just go to womensoutdoornews.com and all of our social media platforms are there. And also there's womensgunshow.com. Absolutely. And of course, you can always go to gunfreedomradio.com and click on the guest tab and go to Barbara's page. And we have all of those links there as well. And Barb, thank you so much for being with us today and, and braving the parking lot <laughs> while you're talking to us. <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's not too distracting. No, no, no. Waving, it was, I'm waving. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Get your ticket. Th- this is ticket. right. This is real life <laughs> happening right here. Thank you so much. I look forward <laughs> to the bet. next time we get to see each other. All right. Thanks, Cheryl and Danny. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Miss Barbara Baird from the Women's Outdoor News. All right. Well, stick around because we have more celebrating to do coming up in our last segment. We would normally have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report, but today we have a guest. We have our friend Rob Morse coming on to talk about his Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Right after this.
be a part of the gold rush. See my friends at Pot of Gold Auctions in Avondale, Arizona. Or check out the auction online at potofgoldstate.com. These folks auction off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Everything is going, going, gone. So you best hurry and tell them Don Cogger sent you. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Come listen to the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. So, Cheryl, this is a celebration? It is a celebration. Does that mean I get a new gun? Uh, Like you need a special day to get another gun? (laughs) Oh, that's right. I've got to think of something else to collect. Maybe. I mean, why though? Why would you? I mean, yeah. stick with a winner, right? That's well, right. Gun Freedom Radio is one year old today, and we have enjoyed an awesome lineup of guests. And now it is time for our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report. Battle for truth, justice, and the American way. And today we have a guest to join us instead of our usual news clip that we have here. And our guest is Rob more. So why is Rob our responsibly armed citizen guest? Because he hosts the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. It's weekly reports and commentary on civilian self-defense. Rob has been a frequent guest on our show and someone we reach out to when we want to better understand a news story or possibly a, a proposed law. And we are excited to bring Rob on right now. Rob, are you with us? I am. Well, welcome. And you're on Skype. I can tell just by the <laughs> the richness of the the connection. That's that's awesome that that you're on with us uh, that way. I, I was enjoying Dan dancing at the break to that music. I thought that was the best <laughs> yeah, part that, of the show so far. You know, you sound better than Cheryl does right now, and you're far away. It's true. It's true. Um, Thanks, Dan. Oh, right? boy. I don't want to. I know. Don't even get in the middle of that, right? I'll, well, I'll get a text later in the day from you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Probably yes. Uh, we are friends. We, you know, we're we're not just you know host and guest. We have truly become friends over this year, and we we just value your friendship so much because 
you know, you're just a logical guy. You know, we can come at, at these stories that could be very emotional and, and kind of pick them apart in a logical way. And that's kind of the basis and, and the format of your, your new podcast, right? It is. I, when I would listen to stories of a civilian defending themselves, I was always bothered by the part of the story. It's a Paul Harvey moment. Here's the rest of the story. What <laughs> happened? I wish we could have seen it. Mm-hmm. Was it what was right? What was wrong? What can we learn? So I put together a podcast to bring that forward and explore it with a firearms instructor, a different firearms instructor each week. Well, it's wonderful to listen to because it's sort of like a Monday morning quarterbacking of of the event, at, at least the pieces that we get to see on, on the news um, segments. Right. And we can kind of say, you know, well, what would we have done different if we could have or what could he or she have done different if we could have advised them in advance. And it also keeps our minds engaged because having a preparedness of mind is really, truly part of being a safe and and responsible gun owner, right? Well, think of it. If any of these people protected themselves, they must have first thought that they could be at risk sometime. That gun didn't appear. That training didn't appear. That access and really that instinctive response, you know, there was a time when a firearm was the, nothing you'd think of to defend yourself until you took the training and made it a habit of mind. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't think we can over talk about that, you know, just re- repeat it and repeat it over and over again that, you know, training, what, what is the saying? You're never going to rise the occasion, Right. What right. are you going to do? You won't rise to the occasion. You'll sink to your level of training. The way I like to put it is if we're out in the car and somebody darts in front of the car, all the adults in the car move their right foot over and <laughs> slam it in the middle of the floorboard. It doesn't matter what seat they're in. Right. They might not be driving. Mm-hmm. Well, until you respond that way with a firearm, your training's incomplete because you won't have time to think. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So of all the stories that you've um, covered, we'll just say you've covered these stories because you really have. You've dug into them and, and you, you've turned them around in your minds and discussed them with other experts. Is there a specific one that sticks out in your mind? One does. This happened last Christmas. A new mom was home with her baby, brand new infant. Unfortunately, her husband had suffered a long illness. He died of cancer just a few weeks earlier. Recently, the funeral had been listed in the paper. Some druggies saw it, Mm. then thought, great, this is a place we can score some pain medications. Oh, my gosh. They were beating in her front door. She's moved the furniture in front of the door. She has a shotgun. She's taken the child put her down the steps. She's talking to the 911 operator and goes, is, is it okay if I protect myself? Oh, gosh. I don't want any of your listeners to ever ask that question. In fact, let's, yes, let's tell your audience and mine, you have the right to protect yourself and the people you love from harm. Wow. Right? I mean, yeah. why do we need that permission? I just, the way that, that we think nowadays is so different. And I, I think that it, that's one of the reasons that it's so important that we hear people talk about it the way that you do on your podcast. Regardless of why we need it, let's address that the need is there. 
Absolutely. Now, something else you've done recently is you went to a, a special training. It wasn't a seminar, right? It, it was hands-on. It was, yeah. And it wasn't even just like, oh, well, so I, you know, on a Saturday, I spent this. It was like days long. Like 30 hours smooshed into three days. Yes. It's called Faster Training. It's where Buckeye Firearms Foundation trains teachers to be first responders in school. They come armed. They come equipped with trauma kits and trauma training. Um, what did I come away with? Yeah. I appreciated the person I sat next to. Oh, wow. Elementary school teacher, music teacher, custodian, all of them. They're the people you and I meet every day. Mm -hmm. Really, really, they are. They were there because they knew that if they heard gunfire down the hall, they couldn't lock the door knowing other kids in Mm -hmm. other classes were going to die on the other side of that door. They were going to go and try and stop it by giving them firearms training. We could let them stop the attack, save their kids' lives, and literally save their own life. Just like the p- teachers at Sandy Hook School died trying to save their kids. Mm. We sit next to those people. They're us. They're you. They're our neighbors. Absolutely. And so you, you've been really moved uh, to, to even help support financially this, this program, the faster training through uh, Buckeye Firearms because they they do this for free. There are dozens and dozens of volunteers. They give of their time. They give of their summer vacation. Um, they gave me the free training, and I turned around, gave them some publicity. I paid my way there and back. I paid for my ammo. How could I not? How could mm-hmm. I not donate to them after I'd seen their commitment? They inspired me. Absolutely. Well, tell people how they can follow your work because you inspire us. My pleasure. My home base is my blog, slowfacts.wordpress.com. I write for Ammoland and Clash Daily. Sometimes I get to repost some of my favorite authors from Women's Outdoor News. (laughs) I co-host the (laughs) Dan, did she blush? (laughs) A little. Yeah, she's... She's I co-host the Polite Society podcast, <laughs> but all of that links back to Slow Facts. Fantastic. Well, Rob, thank you so much for helping uh, celebrate our one-year anniversary and all that you, you've been for us this year. Happy birthday. Thank you, Rob Morse. All right. Well, now what we would normally hear is Dan's Tip of the Week. Well, so the what tip, is your tip? The tip of the week is that we're going to discontinue the tip of the week starting with the next episode. This episode, I guess, really. When you hear us next, it'll be morphed into something a little different. Yes, we're going to have a Dan's commentary. Now, are you saying the word commentary like you're making comments? No, like I'm calm. Home. Oh. But really, have you ever seen me calm, Cheryl? <laughs> I think it's an ironic title. But let, do we have his new music? Queued up? Let's hear what his new music is. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. So Hillary, Bloomberg, be ready. We're coming! (laughs) Now that's going to be worth tuning in for right there. I'm excited. We're still going to have respect. Absolutely. We're going to treat people 
with dignity. Absolutely. It's just some of these people make mistakes. And it's worth talking about, right? Oh, sure. It's well worth talking about. All right. Well, this is the end of not only another show, but the end of our very first year, which means it's the beginning of our second year. And we are so blessed to have spent this time with our guests, with our listeners, with, with our wonderful in-studio engineer, Blade, over there. Just He's like he's got like eight arms like an octopus. He's just spinning knobs and making phone calls and keeping us on time. And, and we really appreciate him and all of you. And until next time, pray for our nation. Pray, please pray for our leaders. All of them? Even the ones you don't like. especially the ones you don't like. Be good to each other. Have a great week and God bless. And we leave you with President Reagan. Our founding fathers here in this country brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advanced beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.